You're listening to a Whales or Whales production. You're also listening to Whales. Visit whalesorwhales.com for more projects and shows like this one. Welcome to Spotty Translation, Episode 7. We're the anime podcast where half the panel generally sort of, kind of, maybe even remotely kind of likes anime now. How How is it, Steven? Do you like anime yet? Speaking as that half of the show, um, I'm, I'm on very dicey grounds with that, Zachary. Okay, good. Well... Things are going to get a little weirder this week because we are now officially in the fall, like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, we are now in the fall, like, season of anime. This is, this is the first week of all of, well, actually, we're in week two of all of the new anime that's coming out for the fall, and so I decided to watch the biggest series this season, One Punch Man. Now, you may think that a show that only has one punch in it couldn't be the most exciting action series in this new season (laughs) of anime, but you would be wrong. (laughs) Yes, you would. And we're going to get to the bottom of it with Question Time, a segment in which Steven asked me questions about the anime in question. Ha, working in all those redundancies (laughs) and trying to get to the bottom of this series so steven fire away so i'm not sure if my questions are going to get to the bottom of it but it will at least do a decent job of digging way maybe uh midway through and my first question is uh, as usual what is one punch man in 10 words or less one punch beats all things why good job yeah yeah I, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's a really po- poetic. Exactly. That's what I was going for. Not only poetic, but very informative, because that is yeah. the basis of the show. Speaking yep. of the show, what kinds of monsters created this? Uh, well, this series is actually the first for us, and I think uh, actually relatively rare also um, uh, with anime, and that this actually comes from that is that this actually comes from a webcomic. Oh, um, no kidding. I did not know that yeah. at all which was actually made by a person that is just named One. Obviously not their real name, but we don't know their real name. All we know is that the person who wrote this comic, his name is One. All caps, O-N-E. So he he named the comic after himself, or he named himself after the comic. We'll, well never know. Actually, the comic is actually a pun on the... on There's a, there's a Japanese, like, um... There's a Japanese like character for, like um uh for like I mean like um uh for children that is named um, uh Anpan Man who is who is sort of like a bread character like his face is put onto breads and stuff for children, and uh and so basically and pawn is actually part of the word for ponchi which actually means jump or not jump um uh but punch in Japanese and so basically it's like a multi-tiered pun. Oh, so as usual, I'm only getting like one out of seven jokes. Exactly. Well, that's good. So speaking of my limited experience, I have actually seen several anime um, in the past that take the 
this superhero concept as I know in the West and then, you know, poke fun at it or make it ridiculous or, or somehow subvert it, including um, this show. So I'm kind of curious, do, do any shows out there actually play it straight and go for a traditional superhero setting? I would say actually most of them do. Uh, pretty much all of this, pretty much most of the superhero like shows and media in Japan usually play it pretty straight. Like with Super Sentai um, and the Kamen Rider and then like, you know, all of these heroes that, I mean, like essentially it's sort of just the idea of like, um, hey, these heroes, they have powers and then they fight to protect the world and it's just played in, and it and then it basically just plays it straight. These series are sort of kind of like, you know, like usually written by people who grew up with these series and kind of, you know, think, Hey, like you know, I like you know, like um, uh, I love these things as a child, but I, but I always thought like you know, what if, like you know, like the hero in this series, what if he could just like you know beat, all like you know like, like you know like instead of having a fight sequence that lasts like that like you know last fifteen minutes, what if he just used one punch and took them down in mere seconds? And that we've okay. I said we'd only dig about halfway through. I think we actually got to the bottom of it. That is what the show exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so here's my next question about the format of the show. Um, you're familiar with the old monster of the week kind of format, right? Totally. It's very every, much. Every so. episode brings up some new bad guy that is then defeated. Yeah. Um, so in a way, this one episode did that multiple times and was kind yes. of making fun of it. Um, moving forward, does this show kind of keep that string of new bad guys to punch up, or um, does it go into other more character-driven places? A little bit of an... It's it's actually probably... It's sort of like... It's sort of, it's sort of like a bit of a... He and a bit of B in that, like, there is... Is that, like, there is, like, a narrative arc with him dealing with everything and they are and like and there are going to be like villains which come back again and again and again while he's also dealing with all these weird monster of the week villains that show up and trying to like you know like make him like you know as he's wanting to like focus on on this villain who who shows up all the time Mm -hmm. and then and and then a monster say a crab wearing underwear shows up and wants to uh like you know like maybe once maybe once to like uh say like you know no fight me instead and so it sort of is like you know kind of like so it's it's sort of like a drama mixed 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 with mixed with like a humor gag manga yeah kind of like it's a drama with a with the window dressing of a stereotypical superhero adventure yeah okay so my last question and this is a really serious one i know we didn't want to get too philosophical right off the bat i'm sorry but is there any possible way that i could purchase a smile man figure i actually don't know if there is one yet but there obviously will be always 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 pretty much pretty much like um uh every popular series of this like this series is like um the series of this season like no everybody's watching it and so it's going to get all the toys well, that's good because I relate with Smile Man because were I to become a superhero, I would put a smiley face on my chest and immediately die. <laughs> good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, like going, uh, I, but going into our wonderful free from conversation. Free from combo. 
free for convo combo convo Con- it's a it's a convo combo let's keep the combo Com- combo up exactly so steven i actually was really interested in kind of wondering what like you would think about this yeah because... i was interested too <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um i'm a little conflicted when it comes to the show um because i i really love the concept uh but it, it's sort of like you've thrown another humor pie at my face and it whizzed by uh, with only inches to spare um there's something when you say that the show has a dark sense of humor yeah yes and it's very that, much so it's that weirdness and that darkness that unsettles me and i'm not sure whether i should laugh or cringe i'm, I'm sure i'm supposed to do both but sometimes i only do one right right like when the uh like when the scientist makes his brother like you know grow giant and then he tries to, like, you know, smack one punch man, but he, but he instead smacks his brother and, like, kills him. Yeah, like, that was... I laughed. That was a I funny gag. out loud. Like, I laughed for, like, a, a good solid minute. Yes. And <laughs> and if, if you if you have seen the show before, and Zach, Zach and I were yeah. talking, actually, before this episode started the recording, uh, you don't have to actually watch yeah. these episodes before listening to us talk about them. This can be but, your entryway into that. Uh, but this should make you want to watch it, and you should because it's really good. It it well, or maybe it will warn you away because it's also <laughs> really um, unsettling, <laughs> and I'm not totally sold on the visual design. It, it feels it feels very um, sarcastic and distant, s- sort of. While most right. superhero shows feel very warm and um, like I don't know, right there by your side. Right, um, which which actually may be, I think, with with the fact of like you know this being, uh, like you know like um of uh, this being based on like web comic, uh, web comics kind of like they're sort of kind of like how they are here in the U.S. into where this sort of kind of like you know from like the creators who want to like like you know break away from the establishment who don't want to be published in a magazine or like, you know, like, and so they can like, you know, play around with themes that might not show up in magazines and whatnot. And I mean, like in Japanese, like society right now, especially for, for the youth, it is a very like sarcastic and a very like cynical time for them because mm-hmm. they are dealing with essentially a world that like, you know, tells them that they're worthless and like, you know, basically like, you know, is kind of like forcing them to want to like adhere to like you know, just getting like, to like you know, just getting like a salary job, marrying a nice woman, having a few kids, and like you know, basically just being like, Contri- basically just being the, the ideal like, Japanese citizen, and like and and like you know like yeah 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 and for like a lot of creators of anime and manga, their art is sort of their way of saying like you know, no, I'm not going to be a part of this, go off a bridge or something, and I feel that this series. In a way, especially with the whole bit with, like, you know, the guy being a salary man starting out that way, and then, like, you know, his dream wanting to be the superhero, and then him, like, you know, giving up his nice gig to to become the superhero, but then he finds out that being a superhero is also pretty bad. Yeah, and that's my favorite part of the whole series. Um, and his name is Sai- Saitama, is that right? Yes. Saitama? Yeah. So this is, in a way, um, an impossible-to-like protagonist. Um, just because he's so extremely blank and he doesn't seem to care about anything, and that's why I like him. Yeah. Now that's very circular, but it, it actually presents an interesting question past all of the you know ridiculousness that happens every other second. 
which is to say what what would happen if you had a superhero who is extremely extremely good at his job but just wasn't feeling it because almost every superhero you encounter is intensely passionate about being a superhero they always care deeply about something but this is someone who's trying to find something to care about which honestly is more relatable than most heroes you encounter right yeah which 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 i mean it does sort of you know tie into kind of like what what i think is becoming more and more uh, of a trope in media here as well as over there in terms of like you know like uh the idea of somebody like you know finally gets their dream and like you know in most movies like you know made back in the 60s and 70s once the hero gets their dream the movie just ends mm-hmm. Whereas now, the dream is usually, like, obtained at the start, and then the rest of the movie is basically them realizing that their dream, exactly like, you know, sort of like, you know, how the dream was presented to them as a kid isn't exactly what it's like, and then the, and then basically, and then from there we kind of work through the idea of, like, you know, how can one, like, you know, like, you know, how do we, like, as a person, like, like, like you know, like once we, like you know, like once we realize that our dream isn't all that it's chalked up, like um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like to be, how do we make it something that we can enjoy? And this series, I, I think, like works with it a little, like uh, more interestingly, is just because of the fact that like he really like can't do anything else anymore. Like he's yeah. stuck with this job, this job that he clearly doesn't like. Yeah, it's a it's sort of almost like a a, a metaphor for the typical salary man, um, only through the lens of insanity. Yeah, which maybe is going to be the plot twist is that all along he actually <laughs> took that job, and this is just the inner workings of his mind. Well, uh, we actually don't know that yet because because actually the comic is actually uh, still going on like, oh, wow. in Japan, and and actually it is. Although uh, it was actually bought up by one of the publishers, but it is still being printed um, uh, online, though. So, like, it is still so so it is still so so it is still like a web comic, very I, much so. And I guess that's why one of the reasons I had a question of what what format does it take on? Because the show asked some pretty interesting questions, but in in a very repetitive format. And I feel right. like that repetitive format was intentional and knowing. And a little bit sarcastic, like I said before. Um, but if they actually lean on that too heavily, I do think it, it could potentially get boring. Right, right. Which, speaking of boring, it's time for the Go Go Senpai ed- education stage. That was a great transition. Exactly. Uh, so actually, Stephen's going to help me out with this one this mm-hmm. time around. Uh, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about kind of um, uh, in anime and in manga, sort of. Uh, when anime tends to turn the superhero genre on its head, tends to sort of, like, you know, let you, like, you know, give you these heroes to root for, and then you realize that things are not exactly as they seem, and I figured that maybe Steven, in a rare twist, is going to be able to talk at length, perhaps, or maybe just a few minutes, about one of his favorite series ever. Oh my gosh. Tiger and Bunny. I yes, Tiger and Bunny. It's one <laughs> which, of the best animes, my friend. One of which, the best animes. Which is a series that I think, like, effectively, turned turned the entire concept of a superhero on 
like you know just like completely like mm-hmm, on its head mm-hmm. no that's so so true i was actually about to bring that very show up when you decided well, to do this segment so well steven here's your chance to, to shine and put me in the student seat and you are now the senpai okay um so i'm the senpai here we're going to change some things around um, the, the biggest thing we're going to change around is I'm going to talk more than you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so Tiger and Bunny is a show um, about superheroes who have been commercialized. Um, so you have all the crazy costumes and all the, you know, flamboyant superpowers, but um, everyone is sponsored. Everyone has, like, branding like Pepsi or whatnot. Um, and it's all a big reality TV show, essentially. So sometimes the characters wonder if they're actually helping the world because they're just being sent on quests by this corporation. And they find ways around that eventually um, and become very heartwarming figures. But still, that's a big problem. And I think that's why I was drawing so many parallels between One Punch Man and Tiger and Bunny, um, is that they both take the concept of a superhero and... um, they kind of force you to look at it in a more cynical manner, or at least in a in a different in a different manner. Um, and while Tiger and Bunny took the route of, we're still going to give you very vibrant and lovable characters who are trying to do the right thing, despite the system. This one is more of there is no system. You got everything you wanted, but you're still not happy. Um, and they couldn't be more opposite in how the shows feel, despite the fact that they're asking some of the same questions. So, Zach, have you seen all of Tiger and Bunny before? I have not, which is actually why I sort of just needed the floor over. Have you seen like, any of Tiger and Bunny before? I have. I watched about, like, the first six episodes. Okay, so you do get the general gist yeah, of it. Yes. So, I'm now I'm going to throw it back to you for a moment to say, between the two shows... How would you, like, which one did you like more? Which one felt more up your alley? Uh, well, the thing is, is that, like, I think that I like the characters in Tiger and Bunny more, but, like, One Punch Man just sort of, like, it's sort of, like, appealed to me in terms of just, like, the style and the fight scenes, like, are are just amazing. (laughs) One Punch Man is funnier it's wittier, it's sharper, it looks way more awesome. It oh, has better... it looks so good. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. It falls apart in just the right way and then pulls itself back together. The choreography is pretty spectacular. What Tiger and Bunny has going for it is a sugar-coated, bright aesthetic, and it's just feel-good all the way through. And unless you're some sort of sociopath, I don't think <laughs> One Punch Man is going to make you feel good. Yeah, 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 no, it, it is very much because actually, like, you know, like, I was actually going to sort of bring to this segment the idea of basically, like, One Punch Man actually, to me, feels, feels pretty similar, like, um, uh, it feels, I mean, like, uh, it feels similar to, like, Watchmen and to uh-huh. sort of how it is sort of like a, like, insert, and sort of like, it's a, it's, it's a very cynical take on, on, like, you know, like, um, uh, on the hero genre, except that, like, you know, Watchmen is far more layered and is not really about superheroes. It's far more, it's far, it's far more metaphorical in regarding to, like, just how things were back in the 80s and everything. But the point still stands that it is still sort of like a cynical take on the genre, which up until that point, like, you know, most, like, you know, like, um, uh, most heroes in comics were pretty straight-laced and, 
like uh, they were like and like you know, like uh, and and like uh, they were pretty clean. And it was sort of like uh, with Watchmen is that like you know the idea that heroes could be flawed, could be broken. Yeah. No, you're you're exactly right. And I guess kind of to tie it all the way back to um, the Tiger and Bunny versus One Punch Man comparison. Um, it very much feels like in in Tiger and Bunny, the main character is there missing his prime of being a superhero when he loved life so much and everything seemed worth fighting for. And this character is in his prime and nothing seems worth fighting for. Um, and One Punch Man feels like dismal, like everything is going to end in some darkly humorous way. And in Tiger and Bunny, it feels like there's so much optimism, optimism and hope to fight, you know, for what we still have, um, which is probably why they elicited such different emotions in me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's my, that is my Gogo Senpai education station corner. I didn't come prepared at all for that. Exactly. I, I didn't even know I was supposed to run it. So I exactly. hope I did a good job. You did a fantastic job. Thanks. <laughs> and now I just want to watch Tiger and Bunny again is the problem. <laughs> well, well, I actually did want to, like, you know, use this also to bring up that, that actually, um, uh, at Comic-Con over the weekend, uh, Ron Howard announced that, like, his company actually got the rights to Tiger and Bunny and that he will be producing a live-action movie. Oh, Based on yay? it, so. Good. Yeah, m- maybe, maybe they're gonna be making, yeah, the, the, they'll be making, like, they'll be making one of those, one, one of those good old-fashioned live-action Hollywood versions of anime, which have always worked out so well Well, I think that might work out just fine, especially because this will finally give me some more concrete information on how I can cosplay as Tiger. <laughs> because <laughs> okay. I would totally pull that off. Like, I couldn't pull up any other character, but he's lanky and awkward and dresses kind of badly. Um, yeah, I think I could do it. Okay, so speaking of cosplay, is there which character could you cosplay uh, the best as from One Punch Man, Steven? Um, well, I definitely couldn't be One Punch Man because I like my hair way too much. Uh, you could wear a bald cap. Uh, well, that would be cheap, though. I want to commit. <laughs> so I think I could... I definitely could not pull off the um, Strongest Man. So the right. One Punch Man and the Strongest Man are out. Um, the problem is everyone's really muscular. Exactly. Which is kind of my issue here. <laughs> so I think I'd be the scientist. Okay, good. Good, the one that dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Can I be the other one who dies? Smile Man? I, I'd like to do that, right. too. Oh, yeah. What about okay, you? Yeah, I know, that works. Uh, you know what? Strongest Man, just so I can, like, you know, wear a mask and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you already look a lot like him. No, th- thank, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You know, the the top of your skull is ripping out of your skin. Um, <laughs> you, you're, you're made of muscular cords. <laughs> it's there's really no difference. Oh, you're making me blush, Stephen. Well, I'm just saying the truth. <laughs> well, speaking of blushing, it's time that we apply some uh, completely arbitrary numbers to the anime that we just watched. Oh, I can so do that. It, <laughs> well, I'm glad that you can because I can't. <laughs> yeah, this is the, pretty much the only um, math that I can complete correctly. Um, and even then, it's kind of a toss-up. So it's time for the animator, the part of the show where I apply arbitrary numbers to the anime we just watched. Um, And this time, again, I was uh, conflicted, as I was with much of this show. Um, I appreciated it, but I'm not sure I liked it. So, for cool time, I cannot deny 
that this show is not cool. I think it probably gets a four. That's very high. It's four out of five, folks. It, uh, the fight scenes were just intense and awesome, and the most... It sort of was like um, uh, what I've heard Dragon Ball Z is supposed to be like. This was just... just just to maybe like just maybe like you know set the record straight one punch man is way cooler than dbz well i had you know tw- excited 12 year olds back in the day telling me about dragon right, ball z yeah. so that's what it sounded like so i think i get a 4 that's pretty darn good now cute time boy was this show just <laughs> not cute it might have even been anti cute um, <laughs> the boy with the the boy with the butt chin. Yeah, the, the characters say, "Wow, that boy is really not cute." <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a one, um, not a zero because there was a certain amount of charm to some of the character design, even though it was sort of like twisted. So let's give it a one. <laughs> uh, and funny time though, I'd say a three. It was very funny, but I often found myself not laughing. Instead, I was frowning. (laughs) Uh, And for Zachary, what is going on time, which is how much the anime confused me, I think I'd give it a two. Because although it was insanely absurd, it was very entrenched in familiar Western um, visuals, I suppose. And I, I followed everything. So if we tally all this up, of cool time being a four, cute time being a one, funny time being a three, and Zachary, what is going on time being a two, it gets a solid 10. 10 out of 20. Wow, 10. What a great score. As you can see, again, I can't decide if this is a good or a bad show, so I just gave it exactly in between both of them. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's good to hear that this show is just completely mediocre. You heard it here, folks. The only source that you need for all of your news as to which anime to watch, One Punch Man is completely mediocre, which means that you should watch it. And, well... Or or if we want to give it into a more catchy catchphrase, Spotty Translation, your source for mediocrity. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, which, I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but but I'm going to. Uh... Who would enjoy One Punch? You you put Hero in the notes. <laughs> one Punch Man. Um, one One Punch Hero sounds a lot like the name of an anime. <laughs> well, it's not. Sorry. Um, okay, so ig- ignore my notes, <laughs> which which traditionally you're not supposed to do, but just this once. <laughs> okay. Who would enjoy One Punch Man is probably the correct question. Yeah. And yeah. that's a complicated issue, but I would say if you um like the idea of superheroes but want to see them um uh mutated in ways far more disturbing than the x-men were mutated then this is probably your cup of tea you need to have a good stomach for a dark sense of humor and a bit of um hyper action and i guess some hyper violence it was actually kind of gross yeah there is there is a lot of violence including the including the crab man uh yeah that was horrible actually yeah when she just rips his entire like gross like muscly like like insides through his eye yeah so yeah it's uh it it is a series that is definitely not for like that is not for like the that that is not for the like squeamish but i mean you know if you've watched 
but if, but if you but if you like stuff like Attack on Titan, this will be nothing to you. Yeah, and so I think that's kind of what it comes down to. If you want a more grisly, twisted tale on the superhero, you know, fiction that uh, makes you think while giving you insane things to watch, then definitely try it. Yeah. Which, if you do find yourself wanting to try it, you can watch it at our newest sponsor, Daisuke. Whoa! Daisuke, your source for all things anime. It's also on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I could only watch it on Daisuke. I thought that too until like yesterday I found out that it's also on Hulu. Well, I'm glad I enjoyed it in all of its 480p glory over on Daisuke. Uh, you actually could have switched it over to being an... Like, uh, to being in, like, high def, you just didn't do it. It said it could only be 380 or, uh, like, 480 or 360. It, I watched it in high def. Well, that's because you're better at anime than I am. Uh, maybe I am. Which, of course, if you want to see how much better I am at anime, you can check me out over at Phazon Masher on the Twitter. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see how... Uh, brilliant I am at drawing anime you can probably find that not only on the official spotty translation Twitter account which is called spotty TL that's what I was totally going to say <laughs> but you can follow me personally at Stephen Kelly 180 and I cannot wait to see the manga that you draw for this oh yeah I know I'm, I, <laughs> I, right now my, I still have my um, mindset in Dragon Ball because I haven't finished that one yet right. um, but trust me I'm going to do some good crab art Awesome. <laughs> because if there's if there's one thing the world needs, it is definitely more crabs. Yeah.